Spartan Nation, what's going on? It's your boy Devin Armstrong. I'm joined here by my guys, West Coast Rail. Yeah. PIG Manigo. Jordan's here with me. We got Jordan back on the podcast. You know that. Yeah. We know he's going to bring him back on full yeah. cast for the high state game. Welcome back yes, to Spartan Dog Podcast. We're here. I'm going to be the positive patty for the entire Spartan Nation right now because I know we're all still down in the dumps after watching that, even though we knew what kind of uh, game this was going to be. We, we all knew it. We all still that. dressed up in our green and white, ready to cheer on, but we all, at the end of the day, we knew what was going to happen when you go up against the juggernaut of the conference. We knew yes, what we was going to happen. We all yep. knew. Yep. But you know what? I'm going to be positive because I know other podcasts out there right now, they're probably trashing the Spartans. Fans out there are probably trashing the Spartans, and rightfully so. I'm not saying yep. you guys aren't entitled yep. to your opinions, but I'm going to be the voice of positivity and reason this time. So, you know what? Uh, final score, 49, you know, 20. Um, uh, this I think this is the first time that Ohio State hasn't put up 50 on us in a couple uh, seasons. So, uh, there's that. Um, we did score 20 points. And, uh, you know, we haven't scored 20 points on them in a, in a while. Even the last time we beat them, we didn't score 20 points. What is it, like so three years? So it's clearly been yeah. a long time since we put up 20 points on these guys. And you know what? Um, we came out. We fought. It was uh, hard fought. And, you know, it, it just at the end of the day, it just we just got out. Uh, I, I don't want to say outclassed necessarily, but just out-talented. Like, Ohio State just clearly has a lot more talented and a lot more organized, a lot more better coached than us on, uh, yeah. I'll say, both sides of the ball. Yep. But, um, you know, just kind of – I'll just start off with you guys. Uh, you know, Rel, what's going through your head? Initial thoughts after – initial afterthoughts after this game. Uh, initial thoughts. I mean, we already knew what was going to happen with this game. Um, Absolutely. We just, we just wanted to know. We just didn't want it to be a blowout. Any kind – it any score, yes. The game, kind of no. Um, first half was very good. Uh, second half was kind of not. But um, there's some positivity o- o- around here. I, um, let me just, you know, get off a couple things that I've seen that was positive. Um, pass rush. We've seen blitzes. Um, I actually think the pass rush was pretty good. I've seen a couple of players that were in, in the Ohio State backfield constantly. Um there's some things. There's some things that we can improve. Once again, the secondary um, miscommunications, but I, people were there. Some major though. miscommunications on certain were, plays. But honestly, yes, there were. There's still some cushion, you know, differences that I, that I'm, you know, I have a question with. But people were there. I mean, we weren't getting like completely burned unless it was a miscommunication. Other than that, we did okay. We did, you know, what we could. It, it's an improvement. Hell, we didn't get, you know totally destroyed so i mean i give him that that's about all i got for that one what's up with you jordan so for me um honestly you know realistically i'm i'm disappointed in some players but i'm not disappointed in the overall performance because i feel like you know i've always said this and i'm gonna stay on it just to give michigan state fans that realistic authentic like it is what it is what it is what it is is it takes time to build a team Last year, we had a godsend player in Kenneth Walker. Like, yep. It, it yes, sounds like a quote, but it's reality. Like, and I want Spartan fans to understand, like, it's not just a quote. It's not just a hashtag. Like, Kenneth Walker probably should have been a Heisman in New York. He made our – he yes. won us five games. So, like, you know, like, we are no different. And, like, I was guilty of it, too. We all are. We thought we were ready for that next step. Like, but we're no better than Texas A&M. 
we're no better than these teams. I thought we were better, but I'm happy. Yep. And I'm happy with the fact that, like, you know, now, okay, we see our problems. I'm concerned with the fact of, like, okay, like, Payton Thorne is still a factor. I don't like how Mel Tucker holds on to the fact that, like, okay, I'm from, I, I come from the Nick Saban tree. I coached with Kirby Smart in Georgia. Okay, if you coach with Kirby Smart, if you coach with Nick Saban, listen, I'm not trying to be, like, generic at all, but Nick Saban got rid of Jalen Hurts. Bench slash got rid of Jalen Hurts in the national title because he thought he wasn't ready for a national championship game. He put him for a fr- he benched him for a freshman. Kirby yeah. Smart got rid of Jake Fromm for a freshman sure, or yeah. a Stetson Bennett. So I'm saying if you come from that coaching tree, you have to understand who's a good quarterback and you have to be okay with breaking hearts. You have to yes. be under- he always used that quote. You have to be I okay with like uncomfortable. So let's be okay with being uncomfortable. Noah Kim should have been in the game in the second quarter. Let's call Bam. it what it is. Bam. Yeah, Bam. yeah, yeah. I'm actually, um, you know, uh, I was real high on Peyton. Peyton was my guy coming in this yeah. year. And I and I was, I mean, I don't, I, I won't say, like, I was the n- most number one Peyton supporter in Spartan Nation, but um, I definitely was riding Peyton's coattails highly at the beginning of last year. After what I had seen from him in one game against, uh, against Penn State at the end of the year in 2020. I was yeah. very high on Peyton Thorne coming into 2021, but, Devin, but now quick. at this point, it kind of just seems like it, it was Kenneth. But Devin, yes, it real, was. Quick, real quick, Devin, and I, that proves your point, but real quick, after Penn State, did you did you, did you start, did any of you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, be honest, did any of you guys get that hint after the after like that Penn State game towards Pittsburgh, after that Pittsburgh game, did you get the hint that like something's not right with Peyton Thorne? Like we're playing in a dome in turf, and he's struggling. I felt like I was concerned. Like since Pitt, since Penn State, Devin, you're right. Since Penn State, has Payne Thorne had a consistent, clear, crisp, good game? No. Nope. Nope. Since Penn State, like I'm nope. not trying to be. A, I'm not trying to be like an angry. I'm not trying to be Mike Valenti. I'm not trying to be. No, like, I, you make a valid point. And no, I'm just being honest. Hasn't. Like since he hasn't, man. Since Penn nope. State last year, like that's my concern. Like he has not. I, yep. I guess, where do we go from here? I mean, uh, to me, I said this while me and my father, because I was at my in-laws watching the game. My father-in-law, it's uh, he's a Buckeye fan. He gives me shit all the time. But um, it's a lot quieter environment than being somewhere else trying to watch the game. So, but um, I, it's like I told him, uh, Noah Kim came in and drove the team down the field to score. Granted, it on the Ohio State second, third string, whatever the hell you want to call it, he still yep. drove the ball down the field and scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I said right after that drive, I said, Noah Kim's a starter next week. I said that I Noah agree. Kim's, Noah Kim's a starter next week. I agree. You have to give it to – and I'm always the guy that's always like, you know what? No, you got to let the starter – excuse me, you got to let the starter finish it out. I don't want another Brian Lewerke, Rocky Lombardi scenario, but Peyton is killing the team right now. Peyton is killing the team on offense. He's absolutely killing it. And I don't know what's going through Jay Johnson's head, um, not to flip the subject off Peyton Thorne, but – Stop taking Elijah Collins out. I literally exactly, called it while right. we were watching the game. I said, every time they give Elijah Collins the ball, he's getting four or five yards. Yep. What happened on the third down and four? He's got six yards on the play. Yep. And he down. pushed the pile himself. He wasn't like out here making Kenneth Walker highlight juke moves. No, he ran in the contact and pushed the pile. Why yep. is Elijah Collins not starting? What is the difference between Elijah Collins in 2019 versus now? What difference is there? 
and I don't understand. Clearly, Jalen Berger and uh, Jared Broussard are not what, what, what we thought they were. They, we Clearly, they're not what we thought they were. I don't know. Maybe the offensive line isn't blocking as hard for them when they're on the field, but Elijah's out there making plays happen, so why is he not starting? Yeah, that, he was a thousand yard rusher at one point. Why is he not? Why is he not starting? What's going on? I think it's. I think, uh, no, well, sorry to cut you off, bro. I'm sorry, bro. But yeah. long story short, I think Mel Tucker is like aggressive, but I think he's also afraid to hurt people's feelings. Like I think he's like part D'Antonio, part himself, and he's got to pick a side. Like he's got to pick yeah. a side. We already know what the D'Antonio route leads us. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's it's the reason why we pay. Uh, Mel Tucker, ninety-five million, is is for him to be not D'Antonio. We want you to be the complete opposite. Fire coaches, uh, you know, replace them with better people, and make sure because it's all about that. Uh, the assistant coaches make the head coach. So right now, both of these uh, assistant coaches, your offense and defense, is making you look bad. Jay, uh, I think going... I'm gonna cut Jay some slack. I'm gonna cut Jay some slack because I think the offensive line could be playing a little bit better. And we're getting we're getting th- throttled by bad quarterback play right now too. I'm but go ahead, bad, Ralph, but play. but bad quarterback play is because of the running game that's not going right now. Mm-hmm. That's why Peyton Thorne is not at his best. Peyton Thorne needs, needs a running game to be great. We need a quarterback that doesn't need a running running game to be great. So right that's now, Peyton needs. Thorne. So Peyton Thorne is is is. I don't think he's terrible. I just think he's not in his element right now. He. He is having to make like difficult throws, and he's having to make really hard reads. Now, now he's got to go through two and three uh, people in a type of progression, and he's not used to that. With Kenneth Walker, he could play action. Bam! I got one deep. Chuck it to uh, uh, to Reed down down the down the sideline for a touchdown. You know that that type of stuff is not not happening frequently enough right now. And uh, you guys are right. We need to be playing the, in my my opinion, with this offense uh, kind of struggling. Now we need to be playing more of the time of possession game. So you're right, running the ball with Elijah Collins would help that oh, right away. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully it might give Peyton Thorne a better opportunity to get play action passes down the field and whatnot. So we'll see. I don't think that I, you know what, like you said against Noah with Noah Kim, uh, should he be starting? I don't know yet. I think he should, but. I don't know. If, I don't know if Mel Tucker is going to pull that trigger just yet. I don't know. I don't know yet. I just, I don't know what to, what he's afraid of. But here's how I feel about this whole quarterback situation. It's more of you might as well see what you got because the season is done for right about now, right? Am I am I am I correct about I that? I mean, unless we unless we went out, we go eight and four. I mean, yeah, it's looking even grim that we're going to even get a bowl game. For Spartans, the Spartans, Michigan should be our national championship. And it will be, and that's, that's exactly how they're gonna pretty, treat it. Like pretty much, that's that's they're gonna treat it like the Super Bowl. I mean, I guess we got Penn State in Penn State and Happy Valley, but still, yeah, yeah we're gonna get our asses kicked on that one too. <laughs> but you know, ain't just, no surviving that shit. I, I, I just, uh, I, yeah, it's it's just come to a point where it's like, it's like I just watch the thing, and it's like I just keep repeating the same phrase in my head. It's like how I take with my job and how I, uh, you know, if I want to see better results, you know, I can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. I got to get out of my comfort zone. I got to do things that make me uncomfortable. You yeah. you know, definition of insanity. Do y'all know what the definition of insanity is? Keep doing the same thing over and over. Expecting, expecting a different, expect a different result. result. Why are we going out there? Why is Peyton still going out there, man? It's clearly not working with him. Why are we still got Jared Broussard and uh, Jeremy Bernard? Going out there and trying to um, run on first down against Ohio State. 
You're just running know. out like, why is Elijah? Co what is wrong with Elijah Collins? What Nothing. is? Why is he not out there starting? He Nothing. was literally a couple years ago a thousand yard runner for Michigan State. Yeah. What happened between now and then? Other than we'll just subside the Kenneth Walker season. What happened between now and then? That's made huh. him somebody that's unreliable or something at this point. Like, what oh, is the problem? Like, yeah, like, what's the question? I, I don't know what the problem is. Um, what, you know what? 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 We, we gave D'Antonio a bad uh, rep for his last couple seasons, whatever. But I'll tell you what. D'Antonio never had this bad of a defense. I guess Ohio State, I know, right? I, repeat it. I just told my friend that, bro. I was like, bro, Kenny Willekes was a walk-on. Yep, and was the NFL. dog. Joe Bocci was a three-star recruit. And, and a dog. Walked Ohio State with Justin Fields, like with three-star, with the three-star yeah. overall defense. Not even Mark D'Antonio got beat by Ohio State like this. That's yeah. how good he was. That's the difference. I'm like, bro, it's coaching. It's a yep. coach. All it is, is yeah. Scotty. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the talent. it's the we know what it is. We know what the problem is. I mean, Kenny Mel Tucker's got to pull the trigger and move on, bro. Kenny yeah. Willis was a walk on, bro. That dude, I'll never forget that dude threw a, a offensive lineman into a into a running back for a tackle, like bro. Yeah, yeah. Joe Bocce was, was a, mm -hmm. Joe Bocce was an OG. Max Bullock, like yep. things that you All can't know, Just real people, like bro. These are dogs. Mel Tucker's got to find a dog. Like I don't care about. Honestly, I don't care anymore about what you what, Shalit Calhoun, baby. Yeah. I don't care about what's in Florida. I want some dogs. Like like PJ Fleck said it right. PJ Fleck was like a good team is gonna make the coaches actually have the coach. Like we don't need talent is talent, but we want the coaches to actually have to coach. Our coaches aren't that good. Like sometimes you have to have a scheme. When you're playing, when you're not talentedly better, when you don't have more talent than Ohio State. You have to have a better scheme than Ohio State. That's how Oregon yep. beat Ohio State. They had a better scheme last year. You can't just run an HB dive on first down, multiple possessions, and expect to beat Ohio State. Why? Because they have three running backs who, who are better, and they see it in practice every single day. Mm -hmm. Like the HB yeah. dive, you don't think they expect a first down run from Michigan State? All three of their right. running backs are better than our one. And, and here's how you can tell the difference between a good team and a bad team as well. And I watched this. You guys will know exactly what I'm talking about. When Ohio State marched down the field to score, I think it was their seventh touchdown. I think it was their final touchdown of the game. When they marched downfield to do that, and instead of running up the middle, up the gut against us on third and goal, what did they do? They went to the outside. Or fourth and goal. They went. What did they do? They went to the uh, the outside. Or it might have been actually the fourth. It might have been the sixth touchdown. They went to the out. They ran to the outside. Travion Henderson got to the outside instead of going. He They ran a stretch play that went to the outside instead of diving in because they probably watched the film and watched that our goal line defense stopped anybody that tried to come up the middle and score. Right. Within the three-yard within the three yard line, we'll say. But then that means that you're right, the coach and the DN. And Ohio State, they watched the film, and they went stretch play and ran to the outside. They scored. They ran a play action on the goal line, and they scored. Clearly, they watched the film and they paid attention that they were not going to be able to run up the middle against us and score on the goal line. That's a good team. That's a team that can make adjustments. Not us that want to keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting things to work. It's not yep. going to happen. But, so, like I said, I was going to be positive Patty, man. Um, seeing great things out of Noah Kim. Um, defense defense did look like they could play defense. and the fa In fact, actually, I, I watched them line up and actually look like they were playing press coverage at least 45% of this game. Yeah, and they can't play. Uh, well, you know, Chuck Brantley can play 
man-to-man coverage, but uh, Amir Speed cannot. I tweeted this out. I, I, I'm tired of seeing Amir Speed play cornerback for MSU. Yeah. Uh, I think he should move to safety. I think he would be a dog at safety. I believe because it's, it's it's all because he's. I much rather have his size at safety than I would at cornerback. He doesn't do anything for me at cornerback right now. He hasn't made a play on the ball yet at cornerback, and he stays 15. He's already a natural safety if you really think about it. He's eight yards deep from his man every single play, so he might as well be a safety. So I mean, that's, I think he should he could trans he could translate that better. Uh, far as putting him at cornerback, he's going to get beat every single time on third down, big third downs. Go to Amir Speed side, and he's definitely going to leave his corner cornerback uh, with a five yard cushion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, um, other than that, you know, um, it's just man, it's just a lot of youngsters back there. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, all of us seen Jaren Mangum uh, go down and uh, have to be carted oh, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, a little uh, rough to watch that. Thank God that uh, he was uh, walking after the game uh, on his own. So uh, that's a great sign. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up to you guys' attention, uh, Mel Tucker Press uh, Conference, he said that he's not going to make any changes to coaching staff right now. He is still going to stick with the same guys he's had. So I'm, 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 I don't think you should be expecting anybody to get fired at any time soon. I don't, I don't. I don't see it anytime soon. I don't, I don't know why. A lot of, but a lot of that. It sounded like he didn't say he wasn't uh, going to make quarterback change. Yeah, that too. So he's. I'm telling you, he's sticking with his guys. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what he's going to have to see to make that change. I don't know what his limit is. That's unfortunate. But I know for damn well. Listen, I say it like this: keep the same guys for the whole season if you want to. It don't matter. This season is over with. If you want to continue to lose games, and I think probably, that's where you know, I think that's kind of where he's at, and to and kind of lose recruits too, because you really going to have to, you know, he's gonna worry about that in a minute. So, so if that's what you want, then you go ahead. Now, if you want to, um, you have to make a, a change this off season. It, it's going to be a requirement. I'm pretty sure uh, Matt Ishbia is going to come down from wherever he's he's at and say, "Hey, no, Tucker." Um, I'm paying you $95 million, and this is the product you're showing me and showing us. Uh, I do expect to see some changes, right? You know, I just, like what you know, I, 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 want to, I want a return on this money somehow, somewhere. I just don't give away $95 million. I got to see a return on something. Like, like, what the fuck we need to see something. So I expect some changes to be made this offseason. So Scotty Hazleton, if, if he wants to be loyal to him, fine. Let him go ahead and make his paychecks for the rest of the season and then tell him, Go back to Kansas State. Look, right. um, I think uh, I think yeah, we. I, I'm not expecting any changes midseason. I mean, I know we all want to see it, but I think um, it's probably going to come in the off season. Um, hopefully, it's a, an actual like it's a firing. It's not. Um, I wish Scotty the best to go coach somewhere else, coach in a different conference, get yourself a job somewhere else, and probably you know you might be able to survive and you know make things work in the 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 MAC or the. You know, back to the Big 12 um, or the uh, the WAC Conference, Mountain West, one of them conferences, maybe not one of the Power Five conferences, but uh, up here, Big Ten country, man, we need a lot better than what you're producing. And the thing about it is, too, like I said, like I've said in multiple podcasts, I'm not necessarily the one who ever really wants to see people get fired. I think I, I'm the type of person who likes to give people a couple chances to get things right. But, dude, you had the dead last pass defense in the country last season, mm-hmm. like dead last all season long. And now, literally, we haven't seen any type of change at all this season. So it's literally the same thing. So it's like you didn't learn your lesson. 
You yeah. didn't learn your lesson. And it's like, you know what? No, you got to go. Like, I'm sorry. At this point, I'm to the point where it's like, you got to go. You got to go now. You got to be gone. I don't even hey. care. The season's throttled. You you might as well go. I agree. Hey, because... I see. Mm-hmm. I've seen this on Twitter. Uh, somebody said about the transfers um, that uh, you should not be getting transfers from top five uh, schools, power schools, because they're transfers for a reason. They're not going to see the field. That's that's why they want to transfer. Getting transfers from the WAC or the MAC or something like that, that great players that just need an opportunity to be on a bigger stage, that's the type of guys you need to go for. And I agree with that one. Because we, we, I think we just getting a little too transfer happy for me. Yeah, and you're re- you're really cutting off the growth of your program by putting someone in who hasn't been here, who hasn't been working, you know, hasn't been working out, hasn't been, you know, putting in the time with the team to then have them picked over other players that feel like, hey, I've been here, I've earned my opportunity. Don't take somebody that's from another school and just drop them in here and just say, hey, you're the starter over somebody who's been here before, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like he needs to, you know, trust his own shit, you know, trust your own growth within your program and let the younger guys get some opportunities. Don't just look for a transfer and a quick fix to something that, no, you need to just, you need to be in the dumps. You need to really find out what you got and let your, make your coaches prove that they are, they know what they're doing. That's how you really find out if a coach really is know what he's doing, just seeing the progression and seeing how, you know, much better he makes a player, you know? Right. No, I agree. So, I don't know ever we'll why see. we fired Mike Trestle. I don't know why I, either. I never I don't understood know. that decision because Mike Trestle was probably the one bright spot left in the D'Antonio coaching staff. After D'Antonio, uh, after his air during his last couple of years, he was probably the one bright spot because, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, dude, no matter how bad – the season was for D'Antonio as far as wins and losses. He always had a top 10 defense. That defense for him was always phenomenal. Defense was never uh, – remember, I think back to the year in 2016 You're where right. we went 3-9, and nine, man. The year we went 3-9, and nine, there wasn't really anybody that kind of blew us out besides Penn yep. State and Michigan. Only two teams that kind of like blew us out a little bit. But yep. Ohio State – actually, I take that back. Michigan didn't even beat us by much that year. I don't even think it was – I think they might have beaten us by like 12, 10 or 12. Ohio State beat us by one point. One point. JT Barrett's junior year, one point. And the only reason they ended up beating us is because Mark D'Antonio went for two and we failed on the conversion. Yeah. We ended up losing 17 to 16 to Ohio State, who was ranked, I don't know, third in the country at that time. Yeah, we was mad at Dave Warner. Our offensive coordinator was terrible. Yes, yes. And it's like, dude – like oh my yeah. god like we like we were within a point of beating the top dogs while we barely could put together like oh, come on Antonio clearly knew how to coach uh, coach a defense they need to bring him back on as a defensive consultant or something yeah need to figure something they need to that. figure something that or Mark D'Antonio needed Jay Johnson and it would have turned the whole program around yeah you're right so i don't know absolutely so what so uh, what's the what's the word on on Wisconsin what are we feeling do we feel better about this situation going to Wisconsin because I'm sorry to say defensively I'm still the same I know Amir Speed's going to play cornerback and get you get torched on third down so uh what do we we got to score more points we have to literally be like the Detroit Lions I'm, I, that's exactly how I the feel Detroit like Lions. <laughs> it, we have the worst defense but we have to score more points than the other team to win that's just we got to be a Super Bowl offense with <laughs> with a bottom bucket defense yeah, with a high school defense, you know? So, I mean, we just got to do what we got to do. 
Um, I'm thinking, uh, you know, just over, just overall, like I, I, I think Wisconsin's right on our level. I, I go, all right there. I like that. You know what? That is a that is the most positive thing I can hear right now. They're I, on I think our Wisconsin's level. right on our level because they're having some so let's see. As we let's are. see. Let's see who's better. Then we're on I, our level. Let's see if who if, can win if Noah game. Kim starts. I have all the hope in the world. If Noah Kim doesn't start, then it's probably going to be 13-10 Wisconsin. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Oh, yeah. Let me see about Peyton Thorne. Yes, the, the pocket was closing down, but, man, I needed Peyton Thorne to stay in there and just hold on instead of just caving. There was a, there was a deep shot to um, to Reed that he missed because there was a man coming in his face. And mm. if he would just take that shot that he's about to get and just throw that ball deep, he hits Reed. Reed. Reed was coming open. I'm telling you that. And I was like, damn, Peyton Thorne. I get the offensive line was a little shaky, and which made you, you know, pull back and, you know, take a, take a sack and whatnot. But, man, if you could just hang in there. Because I'm telling you, I see what he's seeing. The man is coming open. He's coming across the field, getting open. And the man is – he just don't want to take a shot to throw that ball. He just you – know, I understand it. But Peyton shit, confused you, me you, on you, one particular play when he ran up. He ran, and pocket was collapsing. He tried to scramble, and he ran. Instead of following his one lead blocker that actually picked up a block, he ran back and into one of the defensive ends and gave up a sack. And I was like, Peyton, what are you doing? And then we're going to not even talk about the triple covers throw in the beginning of the game. Yeah, no. What yeah. was that? That's the type of stuff that I'm like, you know what, Peyton? You clearly aren't learning your lesson. You can't force the ball. Reed is not Randy Moss. Reed no, not. is not Jamar Chase. Just we'll go from Randy Moss, Jamar Chase, we'll talk uh Chris Carter, uh Jerry Rice. He that is not who Jaden Reed is. Jaden Reed is a great wide receiver. To me, he's almost like Tyreek Tyreek Hill-esque. I would Maybe say not yes, as quite like as quick. Not as fast. Yeah, not as fast. Not as but fast, yeah. but he that's that's the type of receiver that he is. He's not going to sit here and just uh, overpower three guys. He's not six foot four. Nope. Not Michael Irving. This man isn't Des Bryant. Like this guy's not six foot four, two hundred forty pound big old or Kelvin Benjamin, six foot five, two hundred fifty pound wide receiver. Yeah, like not he's Megatron. not that big, dude. Why are you throwing a freaking? Are you throwing a pass to a man who's five eight, five nine, hundred sixty pounds in triple coverage? Yeah. What are you doing? Like that that aggravates me. And when he did that, that's when I, I was screaming for Noah Kim right after that. I was like, Noah Kim, come on. Noah Kim's got to come in. I'm I'm annoyed. I'm done with it. Peyton's got to be he's got to be done. You bench for the rest of the season. You better hope you have a good combine, man. That way you can get to the league. I hope I wish you the exactly. best, bro. But it, it's time. Noah Kim can do. Yeah, I think Peyton's going to be. It's the, I mean, Peyton's going to be great in the XFL, but um. I don't. I don't want. Like I don't want a situation of what we got in 2020, where they let Rocky ride out. Like, what was it? What yeah, we, what I know, we, right? What did we play? Seven games in the. What did we play? Yep. We played seven games in 2020, where they let Rocky we, ride out six games. Were no. we two and five that day? Two and yeah, five. Yeah, we were two and five. I know Rocky beat Michigan, and yes, he beat Northwestern. Yes, we know. We understand. We get it. But we cannot allow. We can't wait all the way till Penn State again this year to start Noah Kim. Right, we Can't need a it. spark. We need a spark. And, you need and to do it Payne now. Paint Thorne's not the spark. Noah Kim just might be the spark. I'm willing to to risk a game to find out. That's all I'm saying. I'm really yeah. To Wisconsin, why not? Wisconsin's playing just as bad as us. Let's see if Noah Kim can handle it. Exactly. Right. See if he can go in there, make the throws, That's and make all. him do what he needs to do. So, 
I don't know. I don't really. I, I mean, I guess if we're gonna give, uh, I'll give score predictions for next week. I mean, um, if Peyton Thorne starts, uh, like I said, it's probably gonna be like a 17-14, 17-13, probably Wisconsin wins. If Noah <laughs> Kim starts, <laughs> Noah Kim starts. Um, I'm looking at uh, 35-31 Michigan State. I think uh, I think Noah Kim lights him up first game. I think he shows out like big time. So you said if Peyton Thorne was in, it'll be a lower scoring game. Yep, it'll be a lower scoring game, 17-13 or 17-14 uh, Wisconsin I'm, wins I'm, by a field well, goal at the end. I'm trying to figure out what defense are you trying to figure out that's going to hold. Oh, because Wisconsin's offense is horrible, bro. Wisconsin's offense isn't even like me, isn't even, uh, it's not, he doesn't even have like a spark like Maryland or Minnesota's offense has. Maryland, Minnesota's offense has both had players on them. Wisconsin don't even got that. Wisconsin fired their coach midway through the season. They don't got anything. Yes, I know they scored 42 yeah. points against Northwestern today, but Northwestern lost to Duke at home. Who loses to Duke football? Really? <laughs> Who loses to Duke football? Let's be honest. This is not basketball. This is football. We're going to find out. That's all I do know. Um, the right. defense has got to step up. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I don't, you know, I still don't see. There's no scheme that, that with this 4 2 5, there's no scheme that you can draw up that's going to help I, there's there's nothing this this scheme is just weak for what the big 10 gives you Absolutely. you know they can i can line up if i wanted to beat this guy then let me just let me just cook for three minutes not even that fuck it i can do it for 45 seconds fuck Go that ahead. i can i can rip the defense and i don't care who's on the other side i can line up in i formation put two tight ends in there and and just straight gut punch michigan state every fucking time and there's nothing they can do about it we can't seem to stop the run when we really need to. Ohio State kept getting six yards per carry, six yards per carry, six <laughs> yards. And it didn't fucking matter. Like, I'm just like, okay. So they don't even have to throw on us if they don't want to. I'm just letting you. Wisconsin does have a running back. I've seen him. He looked like a, a better version of uh, Jalen Berger. So um, I think they're going to run the football right up right up Michigan State's alley. And it's nothing that they can really do about it. I mean, they could try to put people in the box, but you're going to put a safety in the box? That's why, which, that's why Jam Jam Megum got knocked out because you he's a safety hitting up against a running back. Like there's no linebackers that are hitting these running backs quick enough for me. These linebackers are getting swallowed up by guards, so it's it's hard. You know, it's, it's making the secondary guys be the leading tacklers, which is a, a sign of a bad defense. If your if your linebackers aren't making the tackles first, you have a bad defense. So that's what that's 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 the unfortunate part about this. I don't think. Any, I don't think they can stop anybody defensively. If I, even if they wanted to, I don't think they can stop anybody defensively. So it's just like you have to. In my mind, they have to. Roll. There's a way to win, though. You have to create turnovers. I don't even know why they're not really telling these guys to, you know, go after the ball. I think swipe they are. I'm seeing, almost, I'm seeing all. I'm seeing that a lot of places. But hey, Jordan, come on, chime in a little bit, big dog. You've been a little quiet. What's what's going on over there in that mindset of yours? Oh, hey, man, look, I'm just, you know, I'm optimistic about it. I'm just, you know, I'm, I just hope for next game, like we kind of talked about earlier, mm -hmm. against Wisconsin, we would just get, we try a new quarterback. That's my biggest thing. I just want to okay. try something new. Okay. Yeah, if, Noah, if Noah Kim is the name, the starter, if Noah Kim, we hear like midway, midway okay. through a next week or, you know, something else, I'm going to be excited. Right. I'm being. I right. might even listen. I might okay. listen. Listen. I might even fuck around and go to the game. Mm -mm. I mm -mm. might even go to the game. I if feel I you hear, if, 
If I hear Noah, if I hear Noah Kim's a starter, I might even make the drive up to East Lansing. Yeah. Might even just I might even make the drive up there. Okay. To go to that game if I hear Noah right. Kim's a starter, I'll consider right. it. I'm sure That's that woodshed will be packed, jam oh, be. packed. Bro, if they heard that, man, I'm telling you, that would be. I think you're right. I think. You're and it's no right. disrespect to Peyton. We appreciate what Peyton exactly. did and what Peyton exactly. has done. But dude, like it's clearly just not working. So we want to get you out of there so you got a chance to at least go to Indy and maybe prove to people it's like, hey, look, yeah. maybe it was a bad scheme, bad year. At least give people a chance to prove to people that you can be in the NFL as a quarterback, whether right. it's backup, starter, whatever right. it is. Right. So, but yeah. um, That's yeah, fair. I if if Noah Kim starts, you know, it's it's big hype over here. Hey, shout out to the not, fans. Not high, not high expectations, but just big hype. We need, we just need some hype and a spark and something. So that's what we're hoping for, man. That's what we're hoping yep. for. If you guys want to get any more final thoughts in, I mean, anybody, anything we didn't want to, anything we didn't cover, maybe you guys want to talk about real quick. Um, hey, man, I, I don't got nothing on me. I'm just hoping we rebuild against Wisconsin, man. Yeah, it's time. To, it's time. To, it's time to think about the future. Yeah, yep. Exactly. Let's make that change and start making it happen. That's the biggest thing, thinking about the future. Eliminating the whole excuse of like, okay, we have to wait for people to get reps. And the thing about it is, too, is we still got Cat and Hauser behind Noah Kim. Yeah, we do. Like, I mean, this guy's four-star coming out of California. He was like the 14th or what was it, the 14th or the 12th best quarterback in the state. Yeah. Like, this and guy he, uh, clearly yeah. can play. And California's got, like, California's got pretty tough football out there. If they Maybe do. not necessarily college-wise, you know, UCLA, USC. But, um, <laughs> you know, state-wise, yeah, high school, high school-wise, high, yeah, school high school's about as, about as competitive as Texas. Yeah. About yep. as competitive as Texas. So, you know, they're pretty tough out there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing him and Noah Kim maybe battle it out in the I'm pretty sure, but uh, one more one more thing about the uh, you know, there's some people on Twitter that are like criticizing the fans because they left and uh, they left in about the third quarter and it was it was basically bone dry. That stadium, that stadium, oh, yeah, I've never seen that stadium look like that before. Mm, that uh, should tell is, you something. I know it, it is, and it's just it's uh, it's telling. The fans are just tired of losing. It's just telling. Tired of, like, just we're tired just we're not we're not the Browns. No, we're not no. the Lions. No offense no. to no. any to any loyal Detroit fans out there. Um, we're we're not that. We're not the Raiders. Not the Raiders mm -hmm. of the 2000s. At least the Raiders of the 90s were pretty good, but we're not the yeah. Raiders of the 2000s. That's not. We're not the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're not these franchises and these teams. The Rutgers. The the. I mean, Maryland's looking okay this year, but we're not Maryland. Nope. We're not Northwestern. We're not these teams, or Illinois, we're not these teams, these bottom bucket teams that don't do anything. You know, Vanderbilt in the SEC or, yep. you know, Duke football in the ACC. You know, we're yep. not UNLV, Hawaii. We're none of that. Any of those bad teams out there that you guys didn't think of, we're not that. Michigan State in the 2000s that most of us, and especially us on this podcast that have grown up watching, that's not who this team is. Yeah. We have never witnessed bad defense, as bad a defense as what we're seeing right now. Even yep. through D'Antonio's struggle years, he still had a top 10 defense. The defense was still holding teams under 20 points. Like, it was just a matter of getting the offense clicking and trying to score points. Yeah. So, Preach. I, I, you know, we're not used to seeing it. And it's what, I mean, me and my father-in-law had a good laugh when we seen that stadium cleared out like that. It was like, what do you guys expect? Right. We've done the same thing six games in a row. 
and we're tired of we're tired of hearing the death by inches. Oh, we yep. gotta execute better. No, the coaches just suck. Your coach. That's why I can't even watch any Mel Conf- or Mel Tucker Conf- press conferences right now. I, I, I mean, we're going. I'm going on a little bit of tangent here, but I, I just got to say this. I watched maybe, maybe at most throughout Mark D'Antonio's uh, what was it? His 13 year career, mm-hmm. 2007 to 2019, about 13, 12 year career, at Michigan State. I watched maybe five interview, maybe five or seven interviews between those years of him. Maybe that many. Mel Tucker, when he came in, and especially last year, I was locked in watching every interview. I was locked in. That's how much I bought in with Mel Tucker and how much I believed in Mel Tucker that Mel Tucker was going to turn the program around and do what he needed to do. I bought in, and I was with it all the way through and through. But now this year, I, 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 after the after the first couple losses, I kept hearing something. And then, and then after the Maryland loss, I kept hearing the same thing. That's three. Then there was three losses in a row, and I was like, no. I can't hear this anymore. We know what the problem is. We've seen it last year. We know what the problem was. The defense couldn't stop anybody, and it's the same repetitive process again, and now you keep saying the same stuff. Nope. I can't tune in. I can't watch it. It's the same thing. Make a change, man. Yeah. You paid that $10 million a year. Make a change. Yeah. Make a change. Make a change. But... All right, Spartan Dog Podcast. I think that's going to do it for us. Everybody good? Yes, sir. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. We appreciate y'all tuning in, sticking in, you know, having a place to be chat, you know. Comment, you know, down below on the podcast or at Spartan Dog Podcast at Twitter, you know. Chat with us. Let us know how you're feeling. What's your frustrations? What you're seeing? Maybe you're seeing things that we aren't seeing. Um, But I think we're all pretty much kind of seeing a little bit of the same thing here. We're just taking it from different angles. So, yeah. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, we'll come live for you next Friday. Or, uh, we'll record another episode for you guys next Friday. Um, kind of give you our thoughts, maybe a little bit closer to the Wisconsin game. Unless we get breaking news, uh, Scotty Hazelton's fired on Wednesday or something, and maybe we'll do an emergency episode. But we'll come in, maybe do a little more in-depth breakdown on the Wisconsin-Michigan State game coming up. Um, yeah, so we'll see you guys next Friday. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy yeah, yourselves. Uh, hopefully y'all get to watch better football on Sunday, but, um, uh, you know, this, this Sunday, uh, all you, uh, all you loyal Detroit lion fans out there, you know, I'm on the opposite side. I'm a Patriots fan. So you know what it is. Yeah. You know, red, white and blue baby, but, um, yeah, we're going to see, we're going to see, we're going to see for sure. But, uh, appreciate everybody tuning in again. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Uh, go green. Go white. Go white.